you've gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, but it won't get you too far Get you too far What's up, everybody? It's another episode of Holland Stokes. I think we're on episode 27. 27? 27. Yeah. And, uh, you got me, Hall, Danny Hall, and you got our Stokes, Matt and Chris. And, uh, what do we got in store for you this week? Oh, man. It's a fucking busy week. Well, it's more like just like a busy, like, two or three hours whatever, yeah. the other day, whatever day that comes with. Yeah, just, we got like, like all one, kinds of shit dropped at once. One avalanche of stuff. And then pretty much other than that, it's pretty low-key. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess probably the biggest news is that they finally titled the Untitled Han Solo movie, which I think I've gotten so used to calling it the Untitled Han Solo <laughs> movie, it's kind of weird to call it anything other than... I mean, they should they should have just... Uh, embraced it and gone with that. <laughs> gone with that. But, uh, yeah, so the title is Solo, a Star Wars story. I don't know. How do you, how do you guys feel about it? I At first, I did not like it. I was like, what? Like, that? that's what you were kept me under wraps, like, this entire time. Solo. Like, and then Yeah. Like, that... <laughs> and then it reminded me of that, like, joke in The Force Awakens where, like, Finn calls uh, Han Solo, like, Solo, what are you doing? Or, like, whatever. He's like, did you just call me Solo? It's like... <laughs> That's a good point, though. That, that, it's that just like, it, it almost, I guess it's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it means anything about the tone of this movie, but it, it kind of didn't click with me right away. But I guess uh, I guess I can accept it. It's I'd, I'd probably prefer Han Solo, just call it Han Solo, but... <laughs> yeah... It it is interesting that they acted like like just withheld that information for so long, and that that's all it ends up being. Like, yeah, it's like I, I think at first, like, I I, I was like, all right, why why am I really that upset? It's 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 gonna be another Star Wars movie. I'm on board. Yeah, I I was kind of in the same mind where it was like, I wasn't necessarily disappointed by it, but it's just like. That's all you had up your sleeve? Like, if, like Chris said, if you're going to wait that fucking long, like, that's what you're going to come out, you know what I mean? Like, that's, I don't know. Like, I was, I guess, I was expecting if they were going to fucking be, you know, that tight-lipped about it for that long, that they had something fucking a little more creative up their, up their sleeve, but. It's not the worst title in the world, but it's just like. It's like, that's what you kept us hanging out? Like, why didn't you just announce that shit eight, like, yeah. eight, ten months ago? Like, why I, not announce that shit shortly after after you give Ron Howard the chair because to, like, try to at least take a little bit of the fucking, like, news off of it being such a shit show? You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. It's just weird to me. It's still weird to me that we haven't seen a trailer. Yeah, I don't think that's That shit's come. coming out in, what, like, seven months? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Well, 
the, the marketing with that movie is just is just been real. It's all Ron Howard. <laughs> That's yeah. But yeah, also, exactly. I guess the, uh, right, exactly. And like Twitter, unless unless you follow Ron Howard really... on Twitter, Twitter, you don't know this movie exists. Exactly, <laughs> but I think I think well at the same time though I think for at least for like hardcore fans I think oh, yeah. Ron Howard's openness on Twitter has kind of like restored some of the like goodwill towards. Yeah, I'm not this saying movie. that's a bad thing. I'm just saying like that's the only like. No, I totally agree. That's literally all they've done. That's the only shred of marketing that there has been. And, and like, even this dude, wasn't this movie... wasn't this announced on his Twitter. Oh yeah, the, this yeah. announcement about the th- yeah, totally. I was <laughs> you're a hundred percent right. They're like, you know, what? let's try yeah. this new marketing strategy. Only use Ron Howard's Ron. Twitter. No trailers, <laughs> no anything else. Just only That's Ron it. Howard's Twitter. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, so far, I guess you could argue it's working, <laughs> but I don't know. It just seems like a fucking weird, weird way to go about it to me. Yeah. Um, no, I picture them like all in a boardroom, like with all these ideas, like ah, oh, Castle Run, and the the Rise of the Falcon, like all these crazy titles, and like they just couldn't agree on it. They're just like, fuck it, just call it Solo. <laughs> like that, that's 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 what I get it, get from it. I heard. Um, Somebody on like Nalys's podcasting ages ago suggests the idea of like doing it kind of like uh, titling it sort of like an Indiana Jones movie, yeah. sort of you know like Han Solo and the whatever Han Solo and Smugglers and Han Solo and Stars End or whatever you know like some of those old <laughs> yeah. titles. Like I thought that was kind of a cool idea because it's also like a that's also a Harrison Ford character or whatever, but. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. I guess the other bit of news is that they fucking to- they wrap production on on the film. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. This movie is gonna be a wild card compared to all the other stuff that they've done so far. Uh, you know, even if they do something like an Obi Wan movie, that's in, with any likelihood gonna be the same person coming back to do it whereas you know like i said before i think they're they're taking a pretty big risk by by recasting such a a huge role i mean shit like it's kind of like recasting luke skywalker almost yeah i mean it's it's pretty yeah. much the only other character that would be as impactful as recasting them Well, yeah, it's, it's so, kinda, I don't know. I, I'm trying to go in with an open mind about it still, but yeah. it's like it's it's gonna be a weird movie for sure. Yeah, it's like I, I haven't quite figured out how I feel about it yet, but I'm obviously gonna be there. But uh, oh yeah, I mean I'll see it probably ten times, but yeah, it's yeah. like I really don't <laughs> quite know what to think at this point. No, it's it's like oh. at first I was kind of like put off, but now I'm kind of like well. I, I, it seems like they're 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 definitely getting it done. Like they're making, putting all this effort into it. Like making like right. they brought in Rod Howard to make sure it's the best movie it could be. It's like it'll it'll be interesting. It's, it, it, I'm definitely curious. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say though, yeah. yeah. Do you guys still think it's going to come out in uh in May, or do you think they'll eventually move I, back? At this I point, yeah, I do. Because yeah. I, I, I don't know, I, I, but yeah. you never know. Like, yeah, they, yeah they're real true. weird with all their shit, so yep. you, you never know. They might bump it at the last. But if they, I guess, if they wrap production and it comes out in about, what, seven months, that, you know, that's a reasonable amount of time. Like, 
episode yeah. eight rap production was super early. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's just quite a crazy right now. We have two two Star Wars movies we haven't seen that production is wrapped and yeah. we'll see yeah. like, in the next second. That's true. Seven, I don't know that that's ever has that ever been <laughs> ha- has that ever happened before? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because yeah, Rogue One had all those reshoot reshoots and stuff, but I, I feel like if they announce a delay at this point, though, they might wait until closer to release of yeah. you know, Last Jedi yeah, just to yeah, that's, that's not it's, it's keep the spotlight they, off of it. Yeah. <laughs> they waited like an exactly week, week after the trailer to announce the Han Solo movie title. And, uh, <laughs> I guess there's a method behind the madness, but that's why they're taking all my money. But Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what else? Uh, you guys want to get into that video game stuff, or anything else about Hard Solo? Sure. Uh, I feel like we should uh, at least give mention to the fact that it was Carrie Fisher's birthday the other day, or would have uh, been. Yes. I suppose. Would have been. Yeah. 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 That's that's still that still hasn't like sunk it in fully yet. I don't think it will until like I see the movie. No. The Last Jedi. Like, I, I know it happened. I was, like, devastated last year. Like, as I watched Star Wars, like, it, it hasn't processed in my mind that she's not, this is going to be the last one we'll see her. But... Right. Yeah, it's kind of cool, though, to be, like, on Twitter and Facebook, though, and see all the cool yeah stuff, people posting stuff all day long was cool. Yep. Got plenty good tributes and little, little Carrie Fisher pictures and quotes. Yeah. 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 I say both my feeds were pretty much filled up with Carrie Fisher for a solid yeah. twenty four hours. So <sighs> Yeah. A lot of feels. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's uh it's still like it's I don't know, in a weird way with her more than like almost any other like celebrity that I've ever like or you know what I mean, like I still, like, don't quite believe it, almost. Yeah. Like, I still almost feel like it's this, like, I'm still, like, hoping it's this, like, Andy Kaufman-level, like, practical joke, and just, like, she's just gonna fucking, like, pile, like, oh, I'm just fucking with you, you know what I mean? Like, you just, I don't know, it's just weird, and especially because I know the movie's still coming out, and we still haven't seen it, so I know that that, like, is out there, and I think... Uh, yeah, I don't know. So in a weird way, it is like she's still kind of around because yeah, she still has this whole movie, exactly, this whole like performance she... that we haven't seen. It, I'd say it's almost in a weird way, kind of like Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. It's like he has this like last thing that he did, and it's like he died before it came out, and it's like I don't know. Yeah, I guess that'd probably be the only other one where I was like, it, I don't know why. It's just I. I this weird feeling of like, oh yeah, no, they're probably just like fucking around and they're just like living in a fucking cabin in in the middle of nowhere in Alaska, just fucking laughing their ass off like everybody think, you know what I mean? Because that's the kind of shit you expect them to do. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just fucking rambling on at this point. But yeah, yeah it fucking sucks. Though. It was sad, and I, my brain just didn't want to accept it. So that's no. why that's my medicine's way of rationalizing it. Yeah, like it. I, I think you said exactly. Like, I, it just it, it doesn't feel like she still does have this performance coming up, and like we still get to see something from her. So, 
Yeah, I feel like it's this movie might just become my favorite, like for a lot of reasons, but like yeah. especially that just like emotional like part of it might make just like this might just end up being my favorite Star Wars movie because of that alone. Yeah, like, I, I I kind of a sober feeling. Like I feel like I'm putting so not hope or like not expectations on this movie, but that there's just already so many memories involved of like seeing the trailer in Orlando. Pretty much doing this whole podcast up in, from the from that tr- time till now, just like the build up for this movie is, is the probably most I've invested in the Star Wars yet, ever. Oh yeah, definitely. So it's pretty exciting. It is. It's getting so close too. Yeah. Um, no, it's about to be November in like a week or so. Right. And that's got. Got Battlefront to look forward to that month too. Yep. Or... Got some good things coming. Yeah, I'm excited. I also get to start my new job full time at the beginning of November, which I was promoted to like four or five months ago. But I haven't been able to do it full time yet because they wanted me like train my replacement yeah. or what have you. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be a good fuck. November is gonna be a fun month, and and also we're still getting rebels. Like you know, we'll have some new rebels to talk about next week. The the episode preview. I don't know if you guys saw the clip. There's a cool, pretty awesome clip of Saw Gerrera and Mon Mothma fucking hashing it out, and and them kind of calling each other out on their bullshit. But I haven't um, seen that yet. Yeah, I have not. Yeah, yeah, so I think that drops tonight at midnight. And yeah, no, so we'll be able to watch it tomorrow. No, I, I think I I get it at like twelve thirty tonight. Oh yeah. Do Do you have to wait till twelve thirty your time or? Well, I don't know. At least last year, uh, I mean, I'm gonna be asleep by twelve thirty. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I probably am but, too. So I'll probably just catch it in the morning or something. But at least last year with like Amazon or whatever, it would wait till the next day to like pop up. Yeah, or at yeah. least probably till midnight. Gotcha. But I like I said I'm always asleep then anyway, yeah. so it, it's irrelevant to me. Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll watch it tomorrow hopefully. Cool. Wow. It looks good though. It's another two parter, which is which is neat. Well, yeah, I, I was but looking at like the cool reschedule. It looks like, like that. it looks like we're getting. Well, by the end of October, there'll be six episodes we can watch. So. So this is a two-parter, then there's going to be two episodes next week that are released. I don't know, I don't know if they're a two-parter or they're just two episodes at the same time, but... Yeah, there's a couple two-parters. Yeah. I wish the whole fucking show would have just been 45-minute uh, episodes. Like, I think... Yeah. And, and just do 12 episodes a season or whatever. I think it would have done itself a, a lot more justice to just give, give it room to... Because those are all the best episodes of the whole show, are all those two-parters. Like... Yeah, I mean, you can tell the story and flesh it out more, like double the fucking time you have to flesh it out. Like, yeah, uh, I think because yeah. that format where they have like twenty-two minutes to write an entire story, that's why they do just put a lot of like filler. There's like, oh, you have to reach X amount of episodes. Well, I don't know what to do with this half hour, so just stick the shit. Yeah, in. yeah, exactly. And but I, you know, or maybe they, I feel like you know, they could have done a little more like Clone Wars and yeah. And, if you do yeah. have a if if you do have a court, more of a linear storyline, instead of having some of these quote unquote like filler episodes, you know, do like a four episode arc. There weren't very many like other than the two part episodes. Like yeah, there's sort of the overall general story, 
But a lot of the episodes of Rebels are these kind of like one-off. I'm not to say they weren't enjoyable to watch, but I'm just saying like there were these like sort of one-off, like almost comic book style like stories that don't all necessarily interconnect. It's just like the fucking the you know the fucking villain of the week type of shit, and they go on their little fucking adventure and whatever. And, and it's like I think one of the really good things about Clone Wars is that they did the, they allowed it to kind of flesh out and have these three four episode arcs where you can tell a long-winded story and and have it all be cohesive instead of trying to... I don't know. Like, I, I really do like Rebels. I don't mean to just shit on it all the time. But it does, like, it's it's hard to not compare it to Clone Wars, and, and it does kind of fall short yeah. in some areas some of the time. A lot of the ways, yeah. But I, I really like a lot of the characters. I feel like I I'm one like... of the only people who likes Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I didn't like him at first, but he won me over, just like Ahsoka did. I didn't like Ahsoka at first. Nobody, like, most people that say they would probably, like, love Ahsoka. Like, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of, like, female fans that probably like yeah. her. But, like, most people probably, like, if you're, like, at this point, now she's so popular. And I love the character now, but at this point, like, I'm not going to lie and pretend that I loved the character the first time I saw that movie. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I, I, didn't, I didn't really jump into Clone Wars, like, when it was first, like, airing. So like I kind of caught it, got caught up with it afterwards, but yeah, I think what I did like see like the Clone Wars, it's like ah, oh, that's kind of weird. And I saw like uh, yeah, but it Soka. grows on you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, like I I just didn't. Like mold. <laughs> I never, <laughs> I never <laughs> came to it. Yeah, but it's like I I did really become to like that character. It's like I I don't know Ezra cut his hair. He got a fucking green lightsaber <laughs> and a little DL forty four. He's pretty fucking bad. He's like making people commit suicide and murder their friends and like, like yeah all right you won me over <laughs> like, <laughs> okay at least an interesting character now i don't know like i, yeah, just, I like i got nothing it's just become like the cool thing like I, I i've heard a million people say it but like nobody loves to hate star wars like star wars fans and like ezra yeah. has become this like linchpin of like <laughs> oh this is like the cool thing to fucking shit on and i don't know like i actually like the character like, and it's like you gotta realize it's a fucking kid's show and it's trying yeah. to tell a story just like cold wars is told through ahsoka's eyes it's like they're trying to tell this story through Ezra's eyes, and if you yeah. can get over that, you can you can enjoy the show. Like you, I, you still go on podcast, you can still go on podcast and talk shit about it, but like you can still enjoy it. But I, I still <laughs> invest every, uh, at least a half hour to an hour every week watching these shows, and yeah, it's, it's still, still it's, new Star yeah, Wars that's exactly. canon that like is expanding the story and and is and like, honestly, also like, doing cool I, shit like bringing back Billy D and Frank Oz and like. You yeah. know what I mean? It has a lot of good things about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, like, seeing how they wrap this all up and, like, what their ultimate, like, fate's going to be. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, that's the thing. I really hope that they give, a real, like, a, yeah. a, a satisfying conclusion to these these characters. Or at least some of Like, we know Hera and Chopper make it, obviously. But, like, beyond that, like, I hope yeah. there's a meaningful, satisfying conclusion there. Yeah. Which might end up like retroactively making the show better or worse. Yeah. yeah, but like I said, we've never seen Dave Filoni end the show. Like he's talked a lot about how he wished he could have ended Clone Wars. Like we, he's never actually ended a show that he's worked on, and I think it's a tough thing to do to give a satisfying end to a TV. Like there's, yeah. 
I can think of like a handful of shows that like I honestly felt like sad. Like I, I said, Breaking Bad finale was amazing. Like uh, I, Sons of Anarchy was fucking. I'd say that was a, a satisfying resolution to those characters in that show. Uh, like there aren't that many shows that I feel like can run for you know four or five plus seasons and have like a really solid like Dexter dude like I never oh, even yeah. finished that show because I just heard so much bad and I <laughs> love that show and I just heard so much bad shit about how it ended I never even watched like the whole last couple like six eight episodes yeah and it's tough to I think that's the thing it's like I don't know I think it's harder to end a show than it is to make an interest. Like you can make an interesting show with an interesting premise, but to have like a really long, like, I don't know about how many hours it's going to be by the end of four seasons, but probably like, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 hours, at least probably for all the episodes together, like to have that length of a story and have it, uh, I don't know. But this thing is these characters can't stick around a lot of them. So it's like, they, you know, they gotta die. They gotta go off into fucking exile, or go back something. to their home planet, or something's gotta happen. Like something's gotta give. No, definitely. And that's I. I like. I am curious, and I want to. I can't wait till like the season, like the, the final few episodes of the season, just to see what the, uh, the ultimate like end game is that they're talking about in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, well, shit. Uh, you want to talk about some video games? Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Chris, you're sort of our video game brain person. You want to give us a skinny? All right. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, whatever whatever that, that untitled, uh, was it Visceral Studios was doing a Star Wars game? You know, untitled. Uh, so EA has actually shut down the studio, and they're going to start a new studio, and they're going to pivot the game. As in, they it's going to change. Whatever it was, EA wasn't happy with, I guess. And that that might be just, I don't know, thinking. It's you know, pretty obvious, though, if you shoot down, shut down a whole studio, that you weren't happy with what they were doing. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know much about, like, video game world and how that all whole process works exactly but that seems like a pretty fucking drastic step to take for me to to me to like the you know the fucking uninitiated like that seems pretty pretty fucking drastic right like now now was this made was this because of this the progress on this game or was it other stuff that visceral did that like i don't i yeah i don't know if they really have gone too much into what exactly happened okay um, but like uh, like I was saying earlier, or like in our when we were texting, um, like last thing that like, kind of happened like this was like with BioWare's the new Mass Effect game. Like EA wasn't happy with the direction it was going, and they fired the lead uh, producer on it and pivoted the game back to a I don't know I guess a safer. So basically, the same shit that happened with Episode Nine and the Han Solo movie, right? <laughs> with this video game, with video game stuff. stuff, and like, and what I'm fearful but is, is like, Amy Hennig still working on it? Isn't that the lady who was kind of in charge of it? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't read too much about like that afterwards, and she could be. 
Uh, the only thing that like, worries me is that word pivot, just because like EA is not going to lose money on what has already been created. So they're going to try to build a completely new game out of the remnants, the I guess. From, yeah. Yeah, what they already built. But they've been working on that shit for, like, what? I don't know, three years at this point? Right, yeah. Like, they must have, like, quite a bit of shit to develop, right? Right, you'd think. I think that probably started, like, as soon as EA got the video game rights, which was right after Disney bought. Yeah, so, like, 2012. So, like, fucking five years ago. The wheels, at least the very beginning, you know, concept stages and shit. Had, wheels had probably been turning for like That's four or five years. So, although it, you know, it's funny because honestly, like, it, just in the last like couple of months, I, like I finally started to like convince myself that this was the game that I wanted after playing, you know, like games like Tomb Raider and you know Rise of Tomb Raider, or whatever, and like shit that's kind of in that same vein, and convinced myself that like. Oh yeah, no, I'm totally down for this game now. And then all of a sudden they quote pivot. <laughs> it seems like right. some fucking business jargon for like totally refuculating the entire thing and switching like the right, entire yeah. point of what you're doing, but you know, trying to make it sound all slick and, and businessy. <laughs> but at the same time, from what it sounded like, I, they put out a little statement. I don't have it right up in front of me, but it was something along the lines of, like, it's going to be a little... It, it, they made it sound like it's going to be a more open-ended, open-world type of shit, and with more emphasis on being able to explore. Did you guys read that? Uh, I did not, but I yeah, hope... Yeah, I think that, I did hear I mean, something about that. Something, uh, something I'd see. want. I think I do sure. still have it. Uh Okay, here we go. Electronic Arts. So, okay. This is a little bit fucking long-winded, but bear with me. Our visceral studio has been developing an action-adventure title set in the Star Wars universe. In its current form, it was shaping up to be story-based, linear adventure game. So basically everything that making Star Wars reported, because they are always right about everything. Uh... (laughs) Throughout the development process, we have been testing the game concept with players, listening to the feedback about what and how they want to play, and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. It has become clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back and enjoy for a long time to come, we need to pivot the design. (laughs) Pivot. There's that word again. We will maintain the stunning visuals, authenticity in the Star Wars universe, and focus on bringing a Star Wars story to life. Importantly, we are shifting the game, so they're shifting and pivoting. Shifting, pivot, pivot, and shift. It's not, yeah, it's a a a a shivet. Shivet. Or pivoting. Uh, they're shifting the game to be a broader experience that allows for more variety and player agency. They're getting fucking wordy on this so much. Uh, Dollar words? (laughs) (laughs) Those are like calendar, word-a-day calendar kind of words. Uh, Well, hey, you learn learn something uh, every day. But you learn something new some days. Uh, 
laid it into the capabilities of our Frostbite engine and the reimagining central elements of the game to give the players a Star Wars adventure of greater depth and breadth to explore. Some wordy motherfuckers over here at EA. But that's interesting. I, that's going to be makes uh, me excited. They basically makes it sound like they're going to do what we were talking about, about trying to make a more open world, almost RPG action, RPG style. That'd be, and, that would be that cool. I'm excited about my, my only worry is like that they're going to end up not cause EA is kind of like rigid with things. Like I'm afraid they're just going to like not have enough time to build what they want. And we're going to end up with a half made game. <sighs> I really hope not. But again, it's like keep delaying it. Delay it all you want. I'm happy when they delay these big AAA games. I'm like, good. Don't fucking put out a turd sandwich. Like, <laughs> right. make it good. Make me wait a million years. Like, I'm when they delayed RDR two, fucking Red Dead Redemption. I'm just like, yeah, good. Do that. They did that shit with Grand Theft Auto too, and guess what? It was amazing. So like, wait. Don't fucking pull a Watch Dogs and be like. Remember uh, how we decided it had to be out by the launch date? All right, cool. We're just going to shit it out. And, oh, it's oh, actually people. No, Watch Dogs was delayed for over a year after launch, though. And it still sucked. I did it not come out with the launch of those new consoles. I swear. No. I thought they fucking rushed it out. No, they delayed it, and it ended up delaying it a year. They delayed it at the very last minute. I heard but... the second one was fun, but I, I blew. I did. I pre-ordered that shit. I fucking spent $60 on that, and I was just, I played it, I don't even know, maybe like five or ten hours, and I was just like, eh, I'm out. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's not the worst game in the world, no. but like, compared to Grand Theft Auto, it's just like, eh, fuck this. Like, and you've like already played that. Fun. Yeah. That? Like, you've already played that style of game. It's just pretty much a copy of Grand Theft yeah, Auto. Yeah, it's a GTA different. clone. Yeah. Number 57. And the trailer, dude, it made it look like it was sort of combining Assassin's Creed and Grand Theft Auto and, like, a lot of the hacking yeah. shit you could do. I think that kind of stuff has a lot of potential. Is hack, like, I've heard the second one has a lot more stuff and is a lot more fun, but I, I haven't played it yet. Like, maybe yeah. if it goes on sale or something, I'll, I'll right. pick it up. But I have, I do own the second one. I, I got it for free when I bought, like, an SSD for my computer. I just haven't installed it and played it yet. Yeah. But... Hey, that was in San Francisco, yeah? Uh, I have no Dallas. idea. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. Crazy shit, though. Both of those, like, big big things just, like, drop out of nowhere within, like, a couple hours of each other. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, shit, all right. It's like, that's our Star Wars news this week. Or our, that's our episode this week. But, yeah, <laughs> uh... I don't know. Just hopefully the uh, the best game possible comes out somewhere down the line. Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, the, yeah. the more they push it back, the better for me. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, just make sure that it's good. That's all. The same with the movies. It's like, if you got to push it back, push it back. Like, you just right. make yeah. it yeah. good. Yeah. Just, right. Don't, <laughs> don't release a half made. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm really yeah, happy yeah. they're delaying episode 9 until December. Of, uh, yeah, dude. Okay, I just got to, like, talk about that for one yeah. second. Because, like, the other day there was all this shit dropping <laughs> on the news. And I was really fucking exhausted and worn out. And I drank, like, two beers. And my brain was, like, beyond tired. And 
some of these fucking sites, like shit that just pops up on Facebook, they'll just post shit that's like three, four weeks old and act like it's brand new news. And some fucking site posted this thing about like, they bumped the fucking uh, episode nine back to December. And I'm like, Oh shit! More news! And I fucking texted you guys. I'm like, yo, check it out. And then like five minutes went by, and I was like, sorry guys. They announced that shit fucking weeks ago, and I completely forgot about it. And I just sent it to you. I was like, yo, dude, more fucking breaking. Wow, what a crazy day! And then I, I just realized all of a sudden, like. But, it, you know, I was fucking exhausted and a couple beers deep and, and, you know, some fucking site on Facebook posted it like it was brand new news. And I just totally fucking forgot about it. <laughs> just so went with it. I just had to, had to, had to touch on that. No, that, that, um, that, was, that was great. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll be honest. When I first read the one you sent that, I like, I was like, I, I thought it was like new news at first. And well, I was like, wait. Yeah, I was like, is this like deja vu or something? Like, feel like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I wasn't, I, I, I believe you. I was like, oh, nice. Wait, wait, hold on. Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, anyway. Uh, but yeah, talking about video games, though, uh, for Battlefront, speaking of a game that's actually going to be finished and come out. Uh, there's a new, I guess, campaign single-player trailer, and then a bunch of sort of new gameplay footage that came out. Uh, you guys both had a chance to see the both yeah. of those? Yeah. Yeah, sir. Now, that, when I first saw that, like, I didn't realize that the second character was actually Leia. It looked a lot like uh, Padme, but... I guess when they, when they actually like gave the description, I was like, "Oh, that's that's Leia to do." Yeah, because I think it's all set sort of between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. So yeah, uh, yeah, it, may, it makes sense. It'd be Leia. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely want to find a way to play this game. It's, the thing I'm looking the most forward to is the uh, the single player, but I'll try to mess around a little bit with the with the uh, multiplayer. You got any feelings about which way you're gonna go, PlayStation or Xbox? Uh, I think I'm gonna wait till Black Friday and see what has the better deal and pick yeah, that one up. See which way, which way it goes. Yeah. Yeah, cause I, I should. They should be like releasing like the uh, Black Friday sale prices soon. So I have to check out. Like, yeah, that shit's coming up not too far away. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so as far as the trailer, um, there wasn't a lot of, like, plot details as far as the story goes. Um, you know, you see some flashes of, like, Leia and, uh, uh, or not Leia, sorry, she's in the, the multiplayer, um, but, like, Luke and some other characters, like, Admiral Versio and, and some of these other characters. Um, you, you know, like I said, not a lot that you can glean from the plot other than it seems, yeah, I think Kylo Ren was in it. Like, I think it, it seems like it's going to follow uh, Iron Versio from about, which, like, basically almost the entire span of, of the gap between six and seven. And it starts right after 
uh, Death Star 2 gets blown up, and then uh, obviously if Kylo okay. Ren's in it, it comes up to pretty close up to yeah, when Force Awakens starts. I actually starts, did not realize. So. I, I thought it was just going to be like a story just shortly after <clears throat> episode. Yeah, because there's some parts in the trailer and some of the other videos yeah. of her flying a Special Forces TIE Fighter okay. at like Taco Don. So like she's flying a TIE Fighter against Poe Dameron at the Battle of Taco Donna there. Oh, well. Uh, and so, like, she's involved in that shit, too. So, uh, it's it's going to be interesting, because basically by the end, like, she's going to start out, you know, she's, like, in her 20s or whatever in uh, when Return of the Jedi happens, like, probably yeah. mid-20s, maybe early 30s. So, she's going to be, like, in her 50s. She's just, like, hardened fucking... Awesome. Commander, veteran in the First Order. Uh, I still haven't quite finished Inferno Squad, the audiobook, but it's uh, it's it's pretty dope. Like it's 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 definitely one of my more favorite books from the new canon so far. Um, I would say I haven't finished it. I can't say it's my favorite, but uh, it's definitely pretty interesting. So far, so and It's good. interesting to see a story from the Imperial perspective that doesn't involve somebody defecting. Like, Lost Stars is a really good book, but it's like, it's all about everybody realizing that Empire is bad and fucked up and they have to leave. Whereas this is all from the perspective of, like, hardcore fucking Imperials who are never going to fucking change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's... You believe it. This is interesting like, to get that. Believe in the cause, yeah. Yeah, they're like hardcore, and they're like going undercover, you know, like in to infiltrate rebel cells, and like you know, pretending to be rebels, and like I don't know. It's just very interesting to like get that kind of different perspective yeah. of of people who are not. It, you know, we've had that before, you know, with Finn and, and with the characters in Lost Stars or what have you and different things where characters defect, but these these are some hardcore motherfuckers that are down for the cause. Like, they're basically space Nazis, but it's, like, it's interesting just because it's, like, you're reading this from their perspective, and so you start kind of, like, rooting for these characters, even though you know they're, like, fucked up, like, totalitarian <laughs> dickheads. But it's also, I don't know, it's a really interesting book, though. All right, no, I'll have to put that on by when I start these audiobooks or try to read books. Yeah, I mean, I don't like oh, my list, read, but really very often. I mean, I read some stuff, but like as far as Star Wars, like the audiobooks are just legit, like because yeah. it's I don't know, it's got all the fucking music and shit, and it's uh, yeah, cool. It's the way to go. Audiobooks, all right. Yeah, I agree. And if you threaten, if you start up Audible, you get one free. And if you threaten to quit, they'll cut half off your price for like six months. So right, and you can, uh, you can, you can return for like no questions asked a couple of times too to get some more books out of that. Oh, for real? Yeah, you can have you listen to them. Yeah, you know, you just go because. <laughs> You can do it like after like the third or fourth one though. Um, you have to start like calling in to do it, and then start <laughs> actually questioning it. I never even thought about that. Trying to turn a digital well, yeah, purchase. I think I actually did get the uh, when Aftermath first came out, in the original like back before Force Awakens. I think I signed up for it then. 
So I, I could probably sign up for it again and still get the free book. Yeah, I've okay. signed up for like three different times. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And I mean, it's really like auto audiobooks are fairly expensive. And so it's like for 15 yeah, bucks a like month, you get a free book. Dollars, month. Yeah. Crazy. So you get a free book every month. It's not, it's not that bad of a deal. It's pretty good. Deal. And there's been a lot of new Star Wars books recently, dude. I've bought, so I, with my, all these credits that I had stacked up, like I bought, uh, from a certain point of view, I bought Phasma, I bought the new Leia book, but dude, I haven't started any of those. I'm still fucking chugging along through through uh, Inferno Squad, but I have like, yeah, I have probably three, four books stacked up right now, like new canon books that I haven't had a chance to even start. How many like hours on average is one of these books? <sighs> it depends. Like, you know, uh, the longer ones are, you know, like 12, 15 hours sometimes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They're really yeah. good. Like I'm, I'm at a spot of, like work where I can listen to audiobooks during nice. the day. Yeah, I um, don't have that right now to be the call center. Have so. you read? Have you heard any any of the the new ones then that just came out recently? I have not. No. I mean, uh, I've heard I've, a lot of good things about Phasma and about the Leia books. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard too much about them yet. I've also heard really good shit about them from a certain point of view. Yeah. It sounds like there's a lot of interesting shit in that one, too. Okay. Um, well, shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, there was a little quick interview with J.J. Uh, Abrams about uh, oh, yeah, I remember this. episode 9. Do you see that, too? About Yeah. Uh, there, were, there were, like... Two little things that he said. Uh, there, there was, uh, there's an official quote from him from like a BBC radio interview where he says uh, uh, he was asked about taking episode nine in a in a new direction. You know, because a lot of the criticisms about episode seven obviously is sort of a rehash of a new hope. Um, but he says, well, it's certainly something I'm aware of now working on episode nine, coming back into this world after having done seven. I feel like we need to approach this with that same excitement that we had when we were kids loving these movies. At the same time, we have to take them places that they haven't gone. And that's sort of our responsibility. So that's the only, like, quote from him. Um, but then, so there was somebody posting on Reddit uh, uh, saying that he <clears throat> that he ran into J.J. Um, Abrams and, uh, what's the other guy's name? Something, Terrio. Uh, whatever the other screen per, screenwriter, uh, his name is. So, anyway, and he put, posted a picture, so, like, of him with them. So, like, he obviously actually met them. But anyway, yeah. so what this Redditor said about what they told him when he asked them about Episode Nine was that uh, they said that they're going to be brave and there will be big surprises. I got the impression that J.J. felt like he had to refresh previous Star Wars moments for a modern audience in TFA. And now it feels like they have free reign to do what they want. Apparently, they've had no interference from Kathleen or Pablo or the Lucasfilm story group. And you hear that shit a lot, I think, with J.J. Abrams and yeah. most likely with Ryan Johnson. I think it's actually true. 
I, I with Gareth Edwards and and obviously <laughs> Colin Trevorrow and the other fucking yeah. uh, Twenty One Jump Street yeah. boys. I think it wasn't necessarily true in their case, but I think J.J. Uh, Abrams and Ryan Johnson, to a certain extent, have enough fucking clout that that they can say, "Look, if you want me, you gotta let me do my shit." So I think in that case, it's probably true. Yeah, but es- you do especially hear that now. I think that like J.J. Abrams it is. It's going to be his master plan from here on. Yeah, and, and I'm sure, to like, after Ryan Johnson turned down the job for nine, that, like, I'm sure in the same way that when he took the job for seven, he already had turned it down, and so he could set his own terms. He could be like, look, if you want me, you got to let me do yeah. me. Like, let me do my shit. Don't fucking, don't fuck around. Like, if you want me to come in and do this, you have to back the fuck off. So, and I think he has enough, enough fucking... Uh, cloud to do that but anyway so uh, so continues to say nine is also the film which unites all three trilogies and brings everything together that's all they would tell me Uh, I worry a little bit that the questions I was asking were too leading I was speaking to Chris oh it's Chris Terrio other writer and he was talking about the original trilogy I said how I grew up with the prequel trilogy and the prequels were my entry point into Star Wars. I asked about elements of the PT coming into 9, and Chris said about how 9 unites all of it. He said 9 definitely makes it feel like they're all happening in the same universe, and there would be prequel trilogy elements in 9. They could be visual or thematic. He didn't overtly say they would be returning planets or characters or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, read into that what you will. Obviously, Star Wars fans will read into it for fucking days. Yeah. But it's at least encouraging to see some more of that shit. But you see it in, I mean, dude, look at look at The Last Jedi trailer. There's a shot that is, like, almost an exact replication of the shot of Anakin and 501st walking into the Jedi Temple of Kylo walking with those snow troopers. Like, yeah. it's obvious that, like, the prequels are are getting some love. And, like... That, it makes sense because that whole generation of people who grew up with that is now grown up. So, like, yeah, it money. makes sense that they're not going to just fucking <laughs> like ignore that entire demographic, which is probably at this point about half of their fan base. Yeah, I, I completely Like, it's not agree, cool like... to hate the prequels anymore. It's not, like, you know what I mean? Like, you start, like, trying to talk shit about the prequels in most situations, and you're like, you're going to get shut down. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I do that. I shut down people all the time at work. Specifically oh, dude. Yeah. It's like half my life is shutting down people. Like, because I think most people just have this perception that it's like still like the cool thing to shit on them. Because it just became cool for a long time to shit on those movies. And <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, you, you, you see it less and less for yeah. sure. But it's, I think it's mostly from older people who. Like most people who grew up with those movies in like them and never stopped liking them. I I mean yeah I like that again, just like, like there's gonna be kids whose Force Awakens was their favorite shit and like you know what I mean because that's what they grew up with and like the shit you grew up with is usually the most impactful. As much as I love the old Star Wars movies, like the new shit that was coming out when I was a kid to me was more exciting. Yeah, like. Like, I remember the old Star Wars, like, because I saw the special editions in theaters for, like, by, when I was, like, 10, I think. I was 97. And then three years later, it was uh, episode one. Like, I remember that was, the, that was the, like, most excited I was as a, as a kid Star Wars fan. 
like I see the prequels, but then I remember how sad I was after seeing uh, Revenge of the Sith afterwards, thinking like that was Star Wars. Like I would never. Yeah, see that it. was it. You're like, yeah. oh shit, that's it. It's done forever. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Like honestly, like twelve years ago, really couldn't have properly imagined the universe that we live in now. Yeah. Like I feel spoiled. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's kind of crazy to think about. Like we have. Okay, so far, about to be three new movies with the fourth one on the way in the space of a couple of years. Yeah. And like, video games, TV shows, granted, video games are having their problems, whatever. But, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all this shit coming down the pipe, and for the foreseeable forever, as long as we manage to not fucking nuke each other into oblivion, like... For the foreseeable future, we're going to get awesome new Star Wars shit for the entire rest of our lives. And and I never thought, like, you know, we had Clone Wars. That was, like, all we had for almost a decade was, like, that was it. Like, that was the only new Star Wars we were going to ever get. Like, maybe they were got around to doing the live-action TV show or whatever, but but nobody's holding their breath on that one. And... And, yeah, it's kind of crazy to really, like, sit back and think about it, though. And just, like, five years ago, like, I think we talked about it before, but, like, I remember very specifically where I was, what I was doing when I read that, like, Lucasfilm bought, or, <laughs> sorry, Disney bought Lucasfilm and, and was going to do uh, fucking 7, 8, 9 with the, the you know, Mark Hamill and Harris Ford, Carrie Fisher, what have you, and, like, that was just like, holy shit. Like, I never in a million years thought that that shit was... So it's kind of crazy to sit here, you know, four or five years later and, and realize, like, oh, fuck. Like, we're... As long as we can all manage to not fucking turn the world into a giant green glowing ball of fucking radiation uh, or whatever would happen when we fucking... Yeah, Star Wars is now a part fire of... Off. Is a living part of our life again. Yeah, it's just gonna keep going forever. Yeah. Like, it's... It, we're never gonna not have a new Star Wars movie. As yeah. Pretty much yeah. forever. Which is amazing. We, and it's eventually one of them, one or two of them will suck. Like, that's yeah. just inevitable. That's just a, yeah, but that's... we're still gonna have, like, 20 fucking 30 movies to be like, holy shit, like... I don't know. This is crazy to think about. I'm just fucking rambling. Somebody else should talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It uh, what one thing that I wanted to bring up that you guys have to watch this. Uh, Marshawn Lynch has a, a, I guess a Facebook reality show or something. But in his last episode, it's called No No Script. He, the second half of the episode is at ILM, and uh, he does two things there. He uh, he plays like their virtual reality or your, their vr headset game and you see him playing that and then, and then the funniest thing i've seen all week probably was him voicing over darth vader's voice for like some of the classic scenes and it's, it's just great that's definitely a good 15 minute watch <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah you're yeah. you're telling us about that before it makes me think he might be on on star wars show here yeah uh pretty soon i'm, I'm on board <laughs> I <laughs> oh, dude, I love him. He's fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, dude. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, 
I'm so glad he came out of retirement. He's so fucking hilarious. I like, uh, I could listen to him talk forever. Yep. Although I did get suspended last game for push the ref, which I, honestly, I look at that play eh, like... You know, whatever. Fuck I, refs, dude. It, it, the crusty old fucks. Other than Ed Hockley, fuck all the refs in the NFL. <laughs> a bunch of crusty old dicks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I looked at the play that like he got suspended on. It's like... The ref was trying to I didn't even back, see like, it, but I didn't need to see it to yeah. know that uh, he was probably yeah. in the right. Yeah. But I guess just by the letter of the law, the Roger Goodell... Yeah, you know, if you're a giant fucking, like, 300-pound running back who can, like, truck stick any linebacker in the NFL, if you fucking go after a little, like, skinny, brittle old white man, I'm assuming <laughs> he's white because most of the refs are, but, like... <laughs> You're probably going to get fined and suspended and whatever. But it's just dumb because the refs are a bunch of dicks. Like, <laughs> I feel like the refs should have to be in as, almost as good a shape as the players. Like, some of these refs, like Ed, like I said, Ed Hockley is a beast. But all yeah. these other fucking chub, pudgy motherfuckers, like, how are you going to be out there running around trying to avoid getting fucking smacked by fucking, I don't know, whoever, Julius Pepper <laughs> or fucking, whoever's running around, like, giant dudes who are gonna fucking d- destroy you. Like, they're just out there running around in that shit. <laughs> like, it's like yeah. dodging bullets, yeah. like, <laughs> doing some, like, Neo shit in the Matrix all day. Like, that's their job. Like, you gotta be in good shape if you're gonna do that. And, like, why don't the refs get pads, too? Like, <laughs> like for real. All they get is a fucking hat. They get a baseball uniform. I don't know how I got on this fucking tangent. It's like, where's their fucking safe? Where's OSHA? Where's OSHA at? Like, come on. Like, what the fuck? You're going to give, like, these, like, brittle old, like, 60-year-old white dudes. Like, oh, here, you get a baseball uniform, and you run around in these fucking, like, giant-ass, like, 350-pound linebackers wearing armor. Like, yeah, you don't get any... You get a jock strap. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, yeah. Paint you like a zebra so they can see you. Like, <laughs> it's kind of a fucking dangerous job. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, dude. I'm all fucking... I don't know how I got off on that, but, like... So, I'm, I'm not sure. Are you, are you, are you like... Apparently, I'm, like, pro-ref and anti-ref. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what direction are we going to do? Wow. But, hey... That, that's that's just that's it's like I don't like them, but like at least give if you're gonna give the players armor, you care about their give safety. the fucking yeah. refs that, armor. Yeah, you care about their safety. You just don't like them. Yeah, that's, and, that's... you know, but maybe if you give them armor, it's gonna make them more likely to to get smacked around. Because yeah. it didn't happen that often. I'm amazed by that because they're just fucking standing back there, zooming around between. Like, all these giant dudes fucking running a million miles an hour. Yeah, it's kind of like know. a... It kind of blows my mind that they don't... If they give all these other dudes... Like, if a receiver that can like, win, like, one, like, a... Hundred meters in... Yeah, they're crossing route... Doing crossing routes across the middle there. And, and they're, they're looking for the ball. They're, around, not, they're, like, they're not seeing you. Yeah, they're not looking... Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, guess. I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about at this point. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, it, it, yeah. it happens. Yeah. So, uh, is it Rosie Tub?
I thought I sent it to you. On the, well, the thing is, it dropped the same day as Han Solo and the video uh, game shit too. So it might have got lost in the fray. So, I so thought that, I, I that, sent a link, but if, if anybody has anything against this episode, we we just got bombarded on one day. And, <laughs> what, what can we do? Uh, but uh, so yeah, it might have got lost in the news with all that. <clears throat> other shit going on but yeah, I think uh, I remember you saying something about it but I completely forgot they, yeah so they had a table read for the, the like first script of the Roseanne reunion or whatever and they had some, some photos uh, of the cast sitting around and they have the old set all built you know looks looks just the fucking same uh, I mean I guess it would make sense that it would look the same but it's just funny to see it uh, all built up the same, uh, and yeah, it's it's just cool to see there. You know, the cast all sitting around the table, fucking laughing their ass off. Uh, you see fucking Johnny Goodman's and Rosie and all the fucking kids. I didn't see uh, the the guy. Um, how what's the guy's name? He's the one who's Darlene's boyfriend, and he ends uh, up Johnny in the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, it's a guy. I didn't see him in that picture, but as far as I know, he's in the show. So, uh, I think they're keeping it on wraps right now. If he's going to be in it, I don't know if they've, you know, he's making a lot of money in the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, Yeah, but dude, that's where he got his start. I'd be surprised. It's only eight episodes. I'd be pretty surprised if he didn't come back. Um, I was like, I thought was, I was thought he was funny. I, I I still hate that fucking show, but I, I I still think he's. he's, you know, you know what's crazy about him? He he's the he's the kid in uh, what was it the Chevy Chase movie, uh, Christmas Vacation? What? Which one? Wait, Christmas, Christmas Vacation? vacation? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, he's the kid in that. Isn't he redheaded later in like Vegas Vacation? Is he like well, a different oh, so kid? the kids, yeah, the kids always change in the Vacation series. <laughs> Every time. Every time, yeah, because they're also not the way they came out. They're not in like chronological order either. Oh really? Yeah. I guess I never got too much into the the Lampoon it's, Vacation it's, it's, canon. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> no, con- continue though. Elaborate. Oh, that's a, that's that's like that's all. Like, if, you, if you watch. Christmas, like that's my favorite vacation movie. You know, I watch it every Christmas. Christmas, oh yeah, easily. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's John Johnny Galecki or whatever his name is. I don't well, think I, I ever noticed that. that. Yeah, right. it's about time of year to start fucking rewatching Christmas movies, anyhow. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Halloween's coming up though next week. I got I got some shit up my sleeve uh, yeah. for for my. Uh, uh, 
well, you have a costume contest at work. I took second place last year. I'm bound and determined to take fucking first place this year. I, so uh, I've incorporated my dog into the costume. That's which good. Was my, that was my <laughs> failing. I work with dogs, and so I was my failing last year was to not realize that to win, I need to incorporate the dog into the costume. So <laughs> I've, I've fucking learned from my mistakes, and, and with any luck, I'll be taking home the gold. Cool. I don't think go. there's actually a gold no, medal, are, but are you gonna spoil I'm going to make myself uh... one. No, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll show you, I'll send you pictures once uh, it happens. Sounds good. All right. I'll send you my, I, I spent a ridiculous amount of money on my costume this year. Oh, really? I think you guys are going to appreciate it. telling us about it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm excited to see pictures. I think I'm just going to, have you grown your hair out or do you need a wig? Uh, my hair is, I mean, it's not quite as long. I haven't, I hit shoulders like, I have not cut it for the last like four months. Oh, okay. It's probably Purposely. long enough. It's long yeah. enough, then. Yeah, I'm probably just gonna uh, repurpose Evil Morty. That's that seemed to Dude, work. Dude, that's there you go. good though. <laughs> just simple. Like, it's so yep. simple, but like, yeah, like that worked. That like I didn't even like. I looked at it for like half a second. I was like, oh yeah, Evil Morty. Like it's so, it's on point. I'll say that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's all um, bucks. Yeah, dude. Fucking the most amazing part about it is that you found a yellow T-shirt. Yeah, no, that that uh, was actually <laughs> harder to find than the uh, eye patch. I bet. Uh, <laughs> but okay, so that was probably all the rosy news was just. But dude, that shit got some play on our Roseanne though. We're creeping up on seven hundred subscribers, by the way. No big deal. But uh, <laughs> that shit got some play, dude. Got like people fucking got excited about that. Yeah, nah, I mean, do they have a release date yet? Or is it just sometime 2018? I think it's like spring. It might okay. have said like March, May, something. Right. I don't know. I don't know if they've officially announced, but sometime, I think, early <clears throat> early mid-next year, maybe. So that'll uh, that'll probably help us wrap up to the uh, haunt solo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? It's all connected. It's all connected. But uh, I guess... Get moving into the uh, the episode. We got season two, episode four. And is that right? Is that right? Is it three or four? I don't know. I I'm just think it's it, four. You're probably right. It just it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We're chugging along. Let's call. Let's call something like "Don't steal my gal" or something. Somebody stole my gal. Somebody stole my gal. Yeah. I. There you go. I do. Am I missing something, right? I didn't understand how this title applies to the episode. It doesn't make a shred of fucking sense. <laughs> okay, alright, so I'm, I'm not missing something. That's a song, apparently, from the 1920s. So if that's what they're referencing to, like, be topical in the 80s to reference a 60-year-old song then, which is now, like... What, 90 <laughs> years old? Okay. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I guess that was their way of being topical. I didn't fucking understand the reference at all whatsoever. Somebody okay. stole my gal, and there's no gal stealing in the episode in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> so, uh, go I, fucking no, figure. I was thinking it was like, because, like, basically the, the premise of the episode is uh, Rosie is still in her unemployment and just selling the magazines off, off out of the phone over the phone and she spends she helps out dan a day at work just kind of clean 
sitting at his desk, kind of cleaning up and organizing stuff. And uh, I guess the lead architect on the project walks in and sees her and like asks her a couple questions. And I guess he's like, is really impressed by like how she, how well she's organizing things, and she finds something for him. And he's like, hey, do you, do you want a job? Like, I, I need an assistant for six weeks. And there we go. Rosie has a job. As she's been, uh, it's kind of been the, uh, the theme this season. So, uh, the, uh, the, the, at this part of the episode, I mean, nothing really, anything stands out as far as Rosie at the workplace with Dan. I know, like, the rest of the guys kind of bust his balls because, like, Rosie's there, but. I don't know. But anyway, um, the next part of the episode, Rosie invites him to dinner. And that's where that's where shit gets weird. Like, it turns out this guy's like, I guess he's never really, he, he says like he, he was basically raised by butlers and like nannies and whatnot. And, does, and pretty much wants to latch on to Rosie's family and, what, and calls all the kids like, call me uncle, what's his name? Well, do you guys remember his name? Uh, Bart. Uncle Bert. Bert yeah. so, so the first thing he does that's just weird is like he takes DJ and puts puts him on his lap. That's like, super creepy. And he's, yeah, he's just you like, can't do that nowadays. Yeah, it's like if that that this is you shouldn't do that. In, yeah, you, yeah, I don't never know. Do. You should have been doing that in the <laughs> yeah, right. No. Yeah, yeah. The best is when like Dan just kind of sneaks up behind him and just like grabs. Well, well, he picks him up and he puts him on his lap and then he like squeezes his cheeks together and he starts saying like, DJ, you got to realize these are precious (laughs) moments. You got to cherish them. Like he starts fucking going off and acting all crazy and then Dan just like slowly gets up and walks over and like plucks DJ out out of his hands and like he's just fucking going off like you know, bearing his entire soul to these fucking people yeah. he's known for like two minutes, and uh, he's a super fucking obnoxious. He's really yeah. good at being really obnoxious. Yeah, which is funny because I've been marathoning Seinfeld recently too, and and in like season two or three of Seinfeld, um, he plays the a very similar character uh, who's like a friend of Jerry's who's. Uh, been his friend for forever they grew up near each other or whatever and there's one where like jerry uh talks about like trying to break up with one of your friends <laughs> he's like you can't break up with a friend it's like yeah you totally can <laughs> and he tries to break up with him because he's like so fucking annoying and, and obnoxious and needy and whatever and and then like he feels too bad and 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 can't go through with it or whatever. And it's just funny because it's like almost the same exact shit playing out in this episode with the same dude playing all, a very similar character. Uh, but if you want to go, you know, get into it, uh, he did it on Roseanne first. So really, technically, Seinfeld is copying Roseanne. If you want to get it, because <laughs> hey, that episode aired in 1989, and the Seinfeld episode was in 1990. So it's like very obvious that Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld are just big Rosie fans, and just you know couldn't resist to do the same thing. That's I mean, at least my theory. I, I, I think that's a get. I don't even think that's a theory. That's just seems. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <but> anyway, 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah. regardless, uh, I think the episode continues. Uh, I think uh, Ro- Rosie is like the most like sympathetic person to this guy, but uh, she's just he's like, kind oh. of like a really sad character. Like yeah. he's like obnoxious as fuck, but like when he some of the shit that he says about like yeah, just, you're just, just like, like oh man, this is like a really sad, depressed dude. Like he just wants yeah. somebody to hang out with. Exactly. Like he, he just never had a family. He just really wants someone to like. Yeah, and he says some really sad shit too about like, yeah. oh, I've never had a fr- a single friend in my whole life or yeah. something. And Roseanne says something like, "How did you get this far in life without somebody just driving a fucking stake through your head?" Or was <laughs> 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 it's just like, yeah, dude, this this is a sad like he's a sad lonely dude who has no fucking social skills yep. at all. Yeah, and, like, you, you can't really blame him for that, like. He's a but, dad from the first Transformers movie. Huh, interesting. <laughs> also, right. if anybody has seen Veep, he plays a really funny fucking character on that show. That's, like, honestly, all of you guys, y'all have fucking seen that show. It's, like, one of the funniest fucking shows I, I've ever seen. I've seen the first episode, and I, it's, like, yeah. definitely something I'm watching. You gotta check it out, dude. I'll right. give you my Amazon HBO login or whatever oh, if you want to watch got, it. You know, like, I got that already. Yeah, dude, just go on there. Yeah. It's on HBO. No, dude, I'll check it there's out. There's, like, six seasons of it. it I, like, my here's my, like, barometer sometimes for, like, a, if I how much I find a show really funny is, like, and maybe this is a weird thing, but it's like to me, if I'm watching a show with like at least one other person or maybe more, like I, I feel like I tend to like probably laugh at shit more. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Whereas like if I'm just watching something home alone by myself, like I'm not necessarily like I might go <laughs> But like I'm not necessarily like dying laughing yeah. at things just when you're sitting around by yourself. Like it takes something real funny yeah, to like true. really set me off when I'm by myself. And like that show I think I've probably laughed out loud by myself more to that show than any other show I've ever seen. Like the the thing that that show does so amazingly is the fucking insults, dude. Like the way they insult each other in that show is some of the like the funniest fucking ball busting I've ever heard in my life. Like it's so fucking good. Oh, man. You got. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. But anyway, sidebar. Yeah, no, uh. But yeah, back to Rosie. Like, he, basically, he does all this stuff just to, like, like he buys a refrigerator. He uh, he is about to give uh, like Becky like a credit card, and that's that's really bad. Just cause <laughs> blood. And, like, and then uh, then again, she should sits down with Rosie, and I think that's where he says like, I've never had a real friend in my life, and he, he she and he's very sympathetic, and like, Dan takes Rosie aside, and like. He tries to haul them into the living room, and he's like, he's got, he's got to go. Like, I then uh, I, I think like <laughs> the episode ends where like Rosie convinces Dan that like, okay, he, he's he's not a bad person. He's just he 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 doesn't have anybody right now, and he just wants to hang out with someone. And uh, I think he like agrees to go, or like at the end of the very end of the episode. They all invite him to go to the movies with them. And, like, I think he's about to say, like, oh, you guys have been good enough to me. I'll, I'll just go. But then, like, Rosie looks at him and is like, you, 
you're not going to go, are you? And she's like, I, I tried. So <laughs> yeah, he go. He makes his whole speech about how he's gonna. <laughs> yeah. Like the nicest thing he could do for them would be to leave him alone. And he walks out to the door. He opens it. They start hugging. They think he's gone. And he slams it shut and turns around, walks back. And says, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Dan, Dan walks over to the door. Super fucking sarcastically is like. All right, kids, we're going to the movies with Uncle Bart. (laughs) (laughs) And then the post-credit scene was fucking killed me, dude. They're like, so he, like, I don't know if we talked about it, but part of the episode is he he comes over and he's this fucking rich rich dude or whatever, and their fucking fridge is on the fritz, and so he... He comes over and has a brand new refrigerator delivered over to them. But anyway, so the post credits, post credits, Jesus Christ, I'm fucking losing it. Uh, the post credits scene <laughs> is uh, them trying to move the fucking fridge out, out back out the front door, <laughs> and they're just trying to move it on this fucking dolly, and and Rosie and Dan are just fucking cursing up a storm, and it just fucking killed me. It's just like oh. We got to fucking, we got to take a wider fucking turn. I'm not, like, that's actually, like, they're bleeping it, obviously, but they're saying, like, no, you're hitting the fucking table. Stop it. God damn it. Like, it's yeah, just, that, I don't know. It's just funny. No, that, that caught me really off guard, actually. I was like, wow, what, what's going on? Like, right back then, ass. Yeah. It, you know, it's 80s. funny, too, because, like I said, I've been marathoning Seinfeld recently. There's a lot of episodes of Seinfeld where they say fuck a lot. I mean, they bleep it, but, like, they say fuck a lot in that show. It's pretty funny. For, like, you know, mid-90s sitcoms. Yeah. I guess it's just a weird era of of TV that, like, they were kind of already out what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, I guess. Yeah. No, it's weird to think back about, like, 10, 20 years ago what you couldn't have gotten away with on TV and what you see now. I feel like... You know, I've seen fucking Janet Jackson's titty was, like, the biggest deal ever. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, really I, like I think how, it kind of goes in cycles where, like, where, like it's, it gets really out there, then it kind of gets reeled back in. And, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, no, it's, as far as an episode, I, I think this is, a, this is an eight-pointer eight for me. I I gotta agree. That's just pretty good. That's just good. Yeah, you know, I don't know if we've all ever agreed 100% on the same score for an episode, but it's happening tonight. There you go. There you go. (laughs) It only took 27 tries. But yeah, I mean, it's like the funnies weren't like super funny. Like, there was nothing in it that, like... There's a lot of awkward comedy. Yeah, I, I, I like awkward like, comedy. Like, very uncomfortable scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> yeah, but no. Good, good, good Rosie episode. And uh, on that note, I guess uh, we can wrap up here. Uh, you can email us, hollandsnokes at gmail.com. You can find me on the Twitter at hollandsnokes. You guys want to? Uh, you can find me at Darth Matt five hundred one, and I am Sith for on the the Twitters. Yep. I ain't checked, but I'm guessing we probably don't have any more reviews. 
Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I'm trying to give away fucking Grand Admiral Thrawn here, but, you know, it's uh, ain't got any takers yet. So if we get a couple more reviews, get up to 15, we'll pick one of 11 through 15. And, and you know, I mean, hey, even if you just want to, you know, I would never encourage somebody to do this, but if you want to create four fake accounts and, and leave four reviews and just guarantee yourself you're going to get it, <laughs> that would be i mean that would yeah. be very dubious of you but you know i hey. i couldn't prevent a person from doing that either so yeah no hey if you do leave a review though just leave like a twitter or email or somewhere where we can get a hold of you because we have one person who won it and i still want to send him an episode eight uh ray black series but he, uh, I still don't quite know who it was. So if you don't put a some kind of way to get a hold of you, then uh, yeah, not much I can do. Right. And if you're listening to this, you, you can email us at Holland Snooks at Gmail. Yeah, if if B H J R nineteen eighty one is out there, I got some shit for you. Hit me up. Get at me, bro. Wait, you said it's D H. JR? B, I think it's BHJR1981, okay. I want to say, was the name <laughs> of the person who left the review. And I was like, okay, no, I fucking no, put I, it out there. I, I, like, I have, hey. I have two, two iTunes accounts. <laughs> you give like, us wait, another did, did review. I, did I actually do that? <laughs> but no. Uh, well, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. But no, that's not me. <laughs> and no, no new emails. So, well, uh, hey, the most shocking thing I've ever heard. Yeah. No, it's fine. We're, <laughs> we're we're here for you if you want us. And uh, or if you don't, if you don't, we're still here. Yeah, and I mean, it, 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 you, as far if, if you can leave a bad review too. Um, yeah, but no, I don't. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't. There's no caveat yes, about I, you have to leave a five star review. Leave an honest review. Yes. I would love some uh, constructive criticism. I don't know if I'll take it or yeah, not. Yeah, or, or unconstructive criticism. Or, just yeah. anger. Just Absolutely. unbridled rage. Dude, That's I, fine, too. I would love that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Dealer's but, choice. But have a good week, everybody. And uh, see you next time. Somebody stole my gal. <laughs> Somebody stole my phone. Some cat came in here and took away all my things. She didn't even say she leaves all my Her kiss is live and so old. She's missing mine, I know. Hmm, gee. You can see her, Bobby. I love the bow. That woman come on running back to me. I ain't lying either. Somebody stole my gown. Thank you.
you're going to try that woman now. No, I can't take it. Yeah, shall I go on find her now? Quick, watch through the needle. <laughs> Get her. Oh, man, I'll be up there. I don't want to get hurt. No. Yeah. You heard nothing yet? Oh, my goodness. Call up, do something. Yeah. Bring her right back on roller skates, will you? Bring her, bring her. 